Hi everyone, Cole here with a special little update before we get you over to the main podcast. First and foremost, unfortunately, the Premier League season has been further postponed until at least April 30th at this point. Uh, We recorded this podcast earlier in the week, so it mentions April 4th, so just keep that in mind when you're listening. And the second bit of news, very sad news, unfortunately, former Villa youth team player, youth cup winner, and first team player Peter Whittingham has passed away, unfortunately, at the young age of 35. Uh, from everyone here at the 7500 to Holt team, uh, we just want to send our thoughts and prayers over to Peter, uh, his family, of course, uh, under these tragic circumstances. And I'm hoping that the world of football can unite under something like this, uh, especially during these uh, trying times within society. But anyways, guys, without further ado, let's get you over to the main bit of the Holtcast. Hello and welcome back to another edition of the 7500 to Holt Holtcast. We, of course, are back. And as I say we, it's, of course, me, myself and I, and, of course, my good pal, Danny. Danny Raza, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm I'm, I'm okay. Uh, very weird week. So weird. I like, I mean, uh, I'm sure unless you've been living under a rock or you're part of the German Big Brother cast, you will know that we have a bit of a pandemic going around. And because of coronavirus, it's disrupted the football season. And that means, Cole, we don't have a regular podcast. We don't have a match to preview. Yeah, it's... uh, Well, long story short, guys, to let you in behind the uh, Holtcast curtain, essentially, we were supposed to have a preview out last week for Chelsea. Um, Things didn't work out anyways, various reasons. I kind of had the suspicion that things weren't going to go on as it was in terms of uh, Premier League football. Um, And then later, of course, it comes out that the Premier League, as of right now, and I expect it'll probably be continuously postponed, uh, right now it's postponed till April 4th. Um, I'd imagine that'll continue on, like I just said. Um, Things seem to get more serious by the day with this uh, coronavirus. It's a very serious issue. Um, My thoughts and hopes and prayers go out to every single person uh it's a difficult time right now there definitely isn't a lot of football chat but we're gonna kind of run through this podcast um in regards to the scenarios that we're facing with the Premier league season with villa um i'm sure we'll get a little off topic as we always do and we'll rant on because uh, i'm sure that's why people listen to the 7500 to holt Holt cast because why not yeah that's Uh, true i mean we we have a q a as well today Yes, we do as well. Is that is that right? Am I? Yes, you are correct. Thank you for reminding me that. Um, Before we get to it, it's gonna be guys, and I'll be honest, it's gonna be kind of all over the place because, as all of you know, like Danny said, unless you're living under a rock, um, this is definitely a situation for the history books of just the world, basically. Um, Danny, how are you feeling all about this stuff? It's uh, it doesn't leave us with Um, a lot of stuff to do, does it? No, I think that's the thing. Like, I was just saying that. So, first of all, I just let me just say, like, in case anybody's wondering, you probably don't care, but you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm fit and healthy. I'm fine, right? Um, but like, uh, and I hope you are as well, Cole. You, 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 you okay? You, I'm groovy. I'm groovy. Yeah, as we stand. Yeah. Um, no, I think, I think like mentally, there's nothing to look forward to. I think that's like one of the, one of the awful things, isn't it? I think we've we've all got this like looming uncertainty and. I think, you know, without getting too morbid, kind of, we don't quite know what's going to happen next. 
but you know when it comes to sport when it comes to even if you're like into gigs if you're um you know people had holidays booked and you know you'll know about that Cole um you know it's just there's, there's nothing there's nothing to look forward to right now so as it stands I think the only league football which is going on at the moment is like I don't know there was a there's a bit going on in Turkey I think National League went on in the weekend but you know all of these things are just subject to subject to getting you know biffed at, at one point or another yeah, and I think the thing, and I don't want to just go, like, I, I mean, this is going to be coronavirus themed. I think everything is coming out of sport right now uh, because it's obviously holding everything up. Um, I think the one thing that, that is important to say right now um, is practice social distancing. Um, just to let you guys know, we always record these remotely. I'm obviously <laughs> in Canada. Danny's in England, so we have to. Um, so that makes it possible. It's important to try to limit this as much as possible. Um, and of course, I do want to put that out there. Um, a lot of other podcasts I listen to mention it as well. Um, it's going to be a mentally uh, trying and tough time for a lot of people, uh, physically and definitely emotionally. And obviously, of course, that goes into the mental aspects of things. If you guys are ever uh, feel like you need someone to talk to, uh, need anything, uh, feel free to reach out to Danny or myself or I'm sure any of the members of the uh, 7500 to Holt team. Uh, we're of course always here to chat and hopefully lift your spirits a little bit. Um, so I just wanted to put that out there first and foremost, because it's going to be a trying time. This thing seems like it's going to be going on for a long time. So I just wanted to say that, but anyways, guys, let's get into it because we've been rambling on about negative stuff and I mean, I guess it's going to continue. Um, Danny, let's break into the possibilities here for the Premier League and Aston Villa. Um, let's break into the first one, shall we? Or do you mm-hmm. want yeah, to kind it. of go through all of them at once? What do you think here? So let, let we'll let, let I'll, I'll mention what the three are first of all, and then yeah, we can we can talk about them one by one, right? So scenario yeah. one is that um, the Premier League resumes April fourth, and um, you know, or or at some point down the line. And all the games get finished and the season plays out. Euros get postponed, ETC, right? Mm-hmm. Um, scenario two is that, um, so obviously we already heard news about the Euros. So, you know, that's, you know, yeah. that makes that a little bit easier. Um, scenario two is that the league is nullified and uh, essentially this season doesn't count. Or you can maybe even look at it and go, well, Liverpool get the title, but for the rest of it, this doesn't count. So that means whoever's in the relegation zone, it is what it is. Next season, we start again. And then scenario three is that the table is taken as it is and Villa go down. Now, this is just rough. I'm sure there is plenty more scenarios out there, but this is these are kind of the three sort of, you know, uh, general possibilities that are out there for Villa, aren't they, Cole? I would say. Yeah, um, each one is extreme in its own right. Um, either way, you're looking at a delayed season. Um, I, I think from a financial standpoint, in terms of the league and the teams, the Premier League teams more than anything, um, you'd have to say are going to be most okay financially with this. But of course, it's a trickle-down effect. Um, you look at probably teams even in, I want to say, probably League 2, maybe even League 1, obviously below that, this might cost them... I don't know, their financial well-being or even their stability as a club. There's a lot of different things. Um, Danny, let's get on to the first one. Um, let's open up with that one, shall we? With the uh, season continuing here, April 4th. 
Yeah, I think this is basically the most preferred one for everybody, isn't it? This is the most yeah. preferred scenario. But let's be honest. Let's be real. It doesn't look like coronavirus or the fears surrounding coronavirus are easing up anytime soon. It's getting worse. April, it's getting worse, isn't it? Yeah, it's getting worse. I know some countries are reporting um, uh, a drop in um, spread and, and drop in death rates and that kind of thing. But very much in Europe and I think in you know the West, it's, it's, it's rising as it is. Uh, but we're not medical experts. We're not here to analyze that. Um, what we can say is that it looks very unlikely that it's going to resume April 4th. But could it resume somewhere later down the line? I think that's a good question. It's, it's very much a possibility, isn't it? You know, that, you know, if, if coronavirus, if it does ease up, then I'd say the preferred possibility is probably like, you know, finish the season over in, in May or June. Maybe um, wait a month for the Premier League to um, uh, to well, push the Premier League a little bit further forward. Or you just say, OK, well, we're playing it sort of in the time that the Euros would have been. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Uh, of course, like we said before, uh, Danny most notably said, is there won't be any Euros. Uh, I think the um, the uh, South American Cup as well. I I don't know why I'm forgetting yeah, the name Copa of that. Yeah, Copa America. It's, Cop- got, it's Copa delayed until 2021. Yeah, so uh, with that being said, those two things that are usually quite uh, schedule-heavy for many players, uh, within the Premier League especially, um that's not a possibility right now. So I think if we're looking at a short-term view, that is the most realistic option. Um, if I'm going to rate this one out of 10, Danny, I think this is probably, to be honest, I think this is the most least likely one. Um, but it, it's hard to say. Like these are, There's so many I possibilities. Know. I don't know if it is cold. I don't know if it is the least likely one because it, even if, uh, if they talk about it being, they talk about it peaking in May or June. You know, I mean, there's, there's other things that, that they could do. There's other things that they could do. You know, they could come to um, they could come to May or they come, could come to the end of April and say, right, we've tested all our players. Um, they're all fit to play. They've they they've tested negative. Um, let's play the rest of the games behind closed doors without any fans. Maybe maybe that's the way to do it. You know that I mean that 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 is another possibility before before saying it's too unlikely. I could I could still see because. I think this is the key thing for me. This is this is the best way to avoid legal issues, isn't it? Yeah. It's see, okay, this is the thing when I look at it, and I I've listened to probably actually three football related podcasts today. Um, a lot oh, of geez, them, really? Yeah. You must be bored, man. Are you in quarantine? <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> well, it's been very very slow. Um, so with that being said, I have to get uh, some podcasts in my ear ears. Uh-huh. Um, I don't have one ear. I have two. I should say that. Um, so with that being said, I need to pass the time. Uh, a lot of them are saying, oh, well, you, you know what? You, you, you can't uh, have games behind closed doors because football's nothing without fans. Like that whole mentality is true. But at the same time, it's ridiculous in, in, the, in these circumstances. I think you'd agree, Danny. Health becomes mm. before like before anything, in my opinion. And you know what? I'd rather the season finish out as soon as possible behind closed doors, have things as uninterrupted for next season as possible, and just try to continue on with daily life as soon as possible. I think that's the biggest thing that people are missing out here. It's like, well, you know what? We'll we'll just bend this season because I can't go to a game. 
and and I think I I hope I know people don't mean it in that way, but that is definitely the way it comes across to me. And there's other ways I'm sure that the league. Uh, that people can be creative to watch their sides. I'm sure that teams are already anticipating for that. Um, if they have to play behind closed, closed doors, I'm, I'm sure there's plans out there um, in place that, you know what, if you can't make it, you get reimbursed. Maybe live stream goes up. Maybe, I don't know, there's a variety of things they could do here to interact with the fans in that way um, to keep people involved. Um, mm. more likely fan channels. Maybe they get more exposure this way. Great opportunity for people like us to get more things out there. Um, but I'd have to say, Danny, you know what? It is hopefully the best option, but I I just don't subscribe to this. If fans can't go, then don't play. Wait, so you're saying, you're saying it should be allowed to happen? Or it shouldn't be allowed to happen, sorry. Um, basically, what I'm saying is, if the season can continue without fans, I'm okay with it. But yeah, I don't, yeah. yeah. But I don't subscribe to people saying that it shouldn't go on if they can't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is this is the thing because because you say that right now, but yeah. to any Leeds United or West Bromwich Albion fan, um, who, you know, it, let's 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 say let's say you know something from the other potential possibilities happens, and you know Leeds United don't get promoted or or, or Villa get relegated or or whatever, then, you know, fans of these teams are going to turn around and go, hang on a minute, we've been screwed. Yeah. So, you know, at least, at least this way, you know, you've got a level playing field and all that. But then, you know, this, there's, there's, there's difficulties with all of this because then where does the money come from for, for lower league teams? You know, this is, this is where there are complications. But should, we, should we move on to, to theory two? Yeah, let's do it. So Knock theory, it out of the park. So null and void. This this is probably the least uh, friendly one. <laughs> um, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of, of there's a lot. Um, yeah. We, we we talked about this before. It's been publicized. Um, essentially, um, if the season is to stop right here, do you just restart it? Do you uh, promote the I don't know, two, top two or three teams? I don't know. That's even tricky if you're looking at the championship. Do you just do the automatic? And then the rest have to stay down. Do you take the top three? That trickles down to every league. Um, but at the same time, and I think people don't touch on this, is that uh, that hurts the like the lowest of the low in terms of leagues. Like they're gonna have a shortage of teams. Like I, and obviously being in the Premier League right now, we can kind of sit at the top of the castle and say, well, you know what, that works for us. We're in the Premier League no matter what. Um, that's good stability wise, you'd say, but then things come into questions in terms of what it does to the pyramid. Uh, do you have a transfer window? What do you do with these cup games? Um, do you try to streamline other things? Cause no matter what, even if it's void right now, Danny, you'd have to say some things next year are still going to be affected. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. You know, there's there's gonna there's gonna be there's gonna be angry teams, and as you say, look, it's gonna be very very difficult to organize. Do you say okay, then fine, um, two teams from the championship can come up. Well, what happens then to to Derby County, who are what five points off the playoff places? You know, yeah. is is that fair? No. Do you maybe do you maybe have the playoffs, and then I don't know, um, make make the winners of the playoffs like play. Uh, one of the Premier League teams to decide who stays up or something. I don't. I don't know, right? But 
you know, this this would mean Villa stay safe, right? Yeah. Does that mean Dean Smith's job has been saved by it? If that if that is the if that is the case, is that what that is? Well, like, are, are we are we are we then ignoring big issues from this season? I th- I think that's the issue because if if life was going on as normal right now, the Chelsea game would have obviously already happened. Um, depending on how that result went, I think most of us would say it probably wouldn't have went well, um, considering how things have been going of late. You'd have to say that maybe he's not even in the job right now, or maybe he is. We on- honestly, that's the biggest question mark around this because. I think that was the game that was going to dictate a lot. Was that going to be the panic button moment for owners and management? It's hard to say. And with that being said, there's other, there's kind of almost option A and option B in that too. You keep them, you risk it, and you have to go for it. Uh, or option B, you fire them, and you'd have to. Then it goes into contracts. Like, can you? <laughs> uh, do you have to renew uh, those contracts of expiring players because? the market for them is going to be extremely tough because their sample size is even smaller. And then the amount of managers that are out there right now, because I'm sure a lot of clubs won't be firing managers. So there's a limited pool that you could pull from. Like there's so many different aspects and I'm kind of almost shutting everything down that I even say in my own mind and right now, but I think though that's the, that's the right thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. Like you've just gone through this really traumatic experience alongside all your players start again next season you've got you've got another chance right yeah i ain't got a problem with that no i don't either i think the thing is danny is i i don't think a lot of fans will be happy with it to be honest and like really i think the because you have to look at it this way what gets impacted is there going to be a transfer window do you have to resign all the players you had and just continue with the same squad like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's gonna there's so many different little tidbits that would have to be examined with this second option of everything th- going null and void. And the funny thing is, right? There's something unique about this season, which makes the null and void theory, or sorry, the null and void option, so much more difficult. Liverpool are 25 points clear at the top of the table. Oh boy, would there be some controversy if they don't have the title awarded to them. But if you're going to go null and void, and you're going to go purist on the null and void thing, then Liverpool haven't won the title. Yeah, see, that's another issue. And, like, no no matter what, in my opinion, what they do, unless the regular season continues and they can finish it up, even if it's a little bit late, because that's the preferred option. And this option, they like, almost any other option but the perfect option is good for Liverpool. You'd have to say, because if it's a shortened season or they just say, okay, they win it right now. People are going to say like, Oh, well you didn't finish out the season. So you don't know what happened. Like, you know, you'll get those people. Um, and you can say the same thing about, uh, you'd have to look at Norwich, Villa, Bournemouth, all those player or teams that are in the relegation scrap. Well, you stayed up on merit. You're lucky, blah, blah, blah. And there's all of that. I don't really get bothered by that. A lot of people can get triggered by that. There's just there's uh, there's but so. But that, that is what will happen though. So that's that's what yeah. will happen, though. If that if that happens, if the season is declared null and void, West Brom, Leeds United, excuse me, Fulham fans, oh they would be raging. And you know yeah. what? They'd be absolutely fair to be. Yeah, and I think it's important, Danny, that we 
when we're talking about this in this way as well, I believe we're both talking about this with our Villa hats off too, as much as they are on. Yeah, because, trying to, yeah. Yeah, because like I listened to um, another Villa podcast earlier and I listened to another Norwich one earlier just to see perspective of different fans. And the, I think we all have to agree that other fans from different leagues or other Premier League clubs are probably saying, oh, of course they want that to happen. It keeps them up. Like, that's not just it. Like, it it can screw us as much as, say, Sheffield United. They're as close. We're as close to relegation, basically, as they are to the Champions League, I think, yeah, right yeah. now, or roughly. So, like, it's a lose-lose for teams. I, If anything, the team I feel most kind of sorry for right now is Sheffield United. Like, well, this is, if, this is sorry. Go on, sorry. <laughs> no, I was gonna say. Well, this is this is now this is now option three, isn't it? You're talking about Cole. Yeah. So the table stays as it is, and as you say, Sheffield United would get screwed. Yeah, it's tough. Um, <laughs> like we've kind of merged two and three together, if you think about it, Danny. No, that's but... what I was saying. That's why I wanted to just put in there and say, right, yeah, this is option three now. So you're, you're, what you're saying about Sheffield United is they, as it stand, are in seventh place, right? Manchester United, come the end of the season, if if it, if if what is said is we take the table as it is, this is the 2019-20 season, this is your positions, these are your points done, right? Then yeah. Liverpool win the title. Um, Man United in fifth place say, right, Man City's European bandstands we're in the Champions League. Well, Sheffield United, hang on a second, are just two points behind them with the game in hand. Sheffield United could win the next game and yeah. they'd be above Man United. So why should Man United get the Champions League place ahead of them? And then also, for, for, for I mean, more importantly, since this is a Villa podcast, that would also mean Villa get relegated with a game in hand, two points off the, uh, off the safety net, basically. And that's huge financial implications for any club getting relegated, especially promoted from the championship as well. You have to look at your Leeds and West Broms and all those teams. It's huge. If you go down based on the way things stand right now, I you'd have to imagine the amount of legal implications, lawsuits. Um, I, I, I don't know if you'd say riots. I honestly like people are going to go insane no matter if you're a Villa fan, a Norwich fan, any club in and around there that could go down, you'd have, like, I don't even know, because you know every fan base has those absolutely nut fans. And I hate saying it, every team does. Every sport has them. And people are going to take it to extremes. And you would have to say, Danny, that doing that would probably push some people to that extreme. Man, I'd be raging. I would be raging. I'm not going to lie. Because who's to say that Villa don't go on a march at the end of the season and 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 stay up? I mean, I don't believe it's going to happen. <laughs> I don't no. believe it's going to happen <laughs> for all this coronavirus stuff. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, come on, we're four, we, we've just lost the last four games. But even still, like football's about that possibility, isn't it? You know, you look at Nigel Pearson and what he did with Leicester a few seasons ago. That could happen. Heck, that could happen at Norwich. Couldn't it? I have a <laughs> I have a fourth option here <laughs> to get that? some humor in here. What if the rest of the season had to be played as five aside? Why would that happen? I don't know. 
but Have you it's an idea. On FIFA? <laughs> no, but imagine, like, honestly, if that happened, how insane would that be? Actually, you know who's, what? Who's your well, five side team? If, that's what I was going to ask you. Um, no, I'm asking you first, so. Okay. Um, oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, you know, let's do it. Let's do it together. Um, I'll do a player. Okay, you'll fine. do a player. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so let's let's agree on a goalkeeper first, though. Then yeah. We can agree good, on yeah. the goalkeeper together. Yeah. Um, I I'm gonna say. I think Nyland. five aside, you got Reina. You know. Ooh. Really. Yeah. I I haven't been impressed with Reina's form lately. Uh, his ball control and his passing has really been off the last few weeks. Um, seems like he's been cracking a little bit. And after Nyland's latest performance, you'd have to say, although it's five aside, um, the shot stopping part of that, he has pretty down pat, you'd say. <laughs> so, yeah, but bro, we're talking about a different game now. We're talking about five aside. Uh, Rain his footwork, surely. Yeah, but then he might rip his pants because he likes to hold on to them a little too tight. All right, you haven't forgiven uh, him for, for the other week, so I'm I'm willing to go Nyland with you. Okay, let's go Nyland. Okay, um, let's go. We'll start. Okay, we'll start from the back, obviously. So Nyland, who are we going for, um, in the defensive role? Oh God, okay. Um, in a five-a-side. Oh, it's Mings, isn't it? Yeah, you need a, you need a bit of like pace and power, isn't it? Don't you? Yeah, and he's probably our best center back with in terms of ball possession and control. Uh, very tall, can block shots. You know, those shots are coming in from anywhere in five-a-side. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's a pretty obvious one. Um, who should we go for next? Um, Jack Grealish, I reckon. Yeah, that's he has pretty... to be in there. Yeah. I, do we even discuss that? <laughs> I've, this is just this is this is starting to seem a lot easier than it should have been now. I, yeah. I can already predict the next two. Yeah. Well, John McGinn's the next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> <he is. laughs> well, because this is, I mean, already already you've got a solid five aside components here. I mean, you've got. You've got Tyrone Mings, who defensively is brilliant and also has the footwork to to play as a five-a-side player. But then you've got John McGinn, who's going to be working tirelessly. You need to run around a lot in in a five-a-side game. Jack Grealish, I mean, he's he's the worst player to play against any in five-a-side. Yeah. So who are we going for up top? Because you know what, you could be greedy and put Grealish up top. You really could. Yeah, but I don't know. Um. Because I don't think Samata would be that great at five aside. No, I think he, I think he'd be okay. I think he'd do do a You're job. not really gonna cross them in, and he's been pretty lethal in the air for us. Um, bring the ball yeah, down and all that kind of stuff. Do you have Wesley in there to bully everybody? Uh, no. Oh, see, that's tough. Keenan Davis, maybe. Nah, not over Wes. I don't know. I feel like Wes would miss a lot more opportunities than either of those two. But I feel like I feel like you've got the you've got the skill in Grealish and and and, and McGinn there. I feel like I feel like if you put Samata there, it still it still do a job. Trezeguet yeah. maybe. I don't know. Ooh, no. Nah. Um. That's tough. You know what? I'll just go with Samata. It's the yeah, easiest Samata. one. I think Samata. <laughs> He's lethal. He's been scoring. I, I like okay. how we literally disregarded him. Well, I did. You agreed with it. We went through every other possibility and went, wow, we're bad. <laughs> Back to Samantha. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty oh, much. Jesus. Um, uh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So that's not going to happen. No. First of all. <laughs> um, <laughs> but look, I think, I think the other thing is 
you know, even even with this idea of us finishing the season out at some point, we just don't know. Look, we we really do not know what's happening at the moment. This is just ideas. This is just possibilities. Uh, if you want sure answers for Villa and Villa's future, I can't give them to you. I mean, it's we un- can't yeah. give them to you, can we, Carl? No, it's unrealistic here. We can't. We can't, unfortunately, give you anything that's going to be breaking uh, news in a really any sense. Really, um, essentially, at this point, it's just kind of laying out the facts and uh, hoping for the best. Um, Danny, you know what? At this point, should we get to uh, some of the questions we had? We've, and uh, yeah, go we've got there? questions. We've got questions, Cole. <laughs> I, I mean, you've got questions. I don't think I've read many. I've read one, and that one's not very football based, but I'm still taking it. So let's go. <laughs> Okay, so if I log on to the 7500 to Holt account and actually look That's at the questions, good preparation, that would be, yeah, that would be fantastic. Let's scroll right down here. Lovely jubbly. Why am I not seeing any questions? There they are. Okie dokie. Oh, it's worth mentioning, by the way, just whilst you do that, that yeah. um, if you do want to read a little bit more about, um, you know, how Villa might be affected by it, I think... Uh, Kirsten uh, Schlewitz wrote an article on it as well on the on the website. So if you want to take a look around, I mean, there's there's loads. There's 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 a lot of writing on the website around what um what could be done for Villa. Yeah, and if you want to listen to old Holt casts and uh, cry yourself to sleep um with Villa's demise, you can do that as well. Um, or just listen to the good ones where you win. Either or uh, works for us. But anyways, um, let's get on to the questions. And um, there's only a few this time, but regardless, thank you very much. You can, of course, uh, tweet in at 7500 to Holt, or you can send it to Danny at Raza Journal or me at Talk Aston Villa on Twitter. And, of course, we'll get you involved. Um, so Chris Smith at the 86 Kid has, well, just one question and answers it for us. Um, so he put best X Villa still in Prem starting, or I'm not starting 11, just 11. Um, he's going for Milner, Delph, Gay, Albrighton, and Traore. Um, well, that's already looking wrong because Gay is not in the Premier League. But anyways, um, <laughs> sorry, Chris. <laughs> um, but anyways, there's a few options there um, that he gave to us. Um, I... I don't want to do a full 11. It's going to be too hard. So maybe we'll pick like a top three. Well, I wish we had a roster, man. Yeah, that, that would have been good <laughs> preparation on my part. Um, right. You can tell we literally just rolled into this. <laughs> I mean, I'd be like for naming former Villa players in the Premier League right now. I'd even struggle to name 11. Um, yeah, we'll do top three. Top three? Yeah, let's, let's keep made, it simple. We made a five-side thing over it. But now look, now look what you've done, Cole. You... You you asked me about that in the last one, and now, in fact, I asked you about it. Forget it. Doesn't matter. We we already did it. We already did the five side concept. We're not going to do it again. Okay. It's been, it's been five minutes. <laughs> what is this right now? Oh my god. I don't know. I don't know. Wait. Who, let's let's name let's name former players who are actually in the Premier League. Could you even make Could you even make a team out of it? Because my the the problem is, um, you know, whoever has asked that question, the problem is, is that. In recent years, Villa have really not had an awful lot of standout players. Well, most of them are like retired or were too crap and went down, went to a different league, 
or left before it got worse. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah. I'll take, I'll take Milner, Traore. Oh, Milner, Traore, or Brighton and Delph as a midfield is wicked. So that's a midfield sorted for you. See, there's no keepers, though. That See, that'd be the issue. Isn't there? No, because Guzan's in the States. Uh, okay. Bun's retired. Um, Where's Boaz Michael when you need him? Yeah, I don't even know where he is now, actually. Because he's not with West Brom anymore. I know that for sure. Um, was he at Middlesbrough, maybe, or something like that? He's not He's not with West Brom, either. He's a, he's a free agent. Oh, free agent. Okay. Well, you know what? If I'm going to keep it simple here, if I go with the top three, um, as of right now, you'd probably have to say Milner, Triore. Uh, it's a toss-up between Delph and Albrighton because both of them aren't playing amazingly, but they're still up there. I'd probably have to say Delph. I mean, um, I've already thought of a midfield and an attack. Okay. So you've so you've got Albrighton, Delph, and Milner, and so we're, we're, we're pretty much agreed on those guys, aren't we? And then Triore as well on the left, maybe. Yeah. Well, even in defense, like you would have what Gary Cahill. <laughs> um, oh God, yeah, it's a good point. Okay, yeah. no, we can we can do this, Cole. Are up you front, sure? Are you? Yeah. Look, I mean, so up front we've got Are you and Benteke? Is that sorted? Yeah. Oh crap! Yeah, you're right. Yes. Okay. Continue. Let's so do this. <laughs> we've, we've just taken the Crystal Palace strike force. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. Okay. They're playing very well together, by the way, lately. Jeez. Like, Benteke's finally yeah. realized that he doesn't need to be that out-and-out goal scorer. He's doing the little um, kind of grinding work now, and it's really paying dividends for Ayu especially, um, I've noticed. So, good for both of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, we've also got Ender Stevens at left-back. Oh, my God. Yes! I forgot about that. So, we're left with three players. We're left with three players, Cole. Okay, so we need another centre-back. God, I um, wish this was a live podcast right now so we could, so somebody could help us out here. Yeah. Um, I mean, this isn't even a Dream 11 now. This is just, let's make what we can out of, <laughs> out of it. Uh, I'm trying um, to think. It's tough because, oh, no, you can't. He's gone. Um, oh, my God. I don't oh, know. No, hang on, hang on. No, no. Hold up. Kyle Walker, right back. Yes. Okay. Okay. We need right. one more. Ryan <laughs> Bertrand. I don't know. Oh, my Ryan God. Bertrand? Yeah, well, you know what? Throw. I wouldn't want him at center back though. Surely you'd want. I don't know. Who do we have at left back again? No, Ender Stevens. So, yeah, no, but you can you can play Ender Stevens left. You can play Ender Stevens wing back. You could play Walker, Cahill, and Bertrand as a as a back three. It's bad, but you know it wouldn't get relegated. You know what? I just thought of this too. You could also probably, I mean, they've never probably played center back, but I'd almost trust Milner at center back more than I would Bertrand. <laughs> to be um, honest. I don't know about that one, but maybe. And you um, know what? It's, yeah, I don't know who else is left though, to be honest, in terms of a goalkeeper. You know what? There's going to be someone so obvious for goalkeeper probably, or not even goalkeeper, center back, and we're going to look like the biggest idiots <laughs> by the time this goes out. Oh, jeez. Yeah, probably, but you know what? Who cares? Yeah. We, we tried. You know, um, that's all that anybody can ask of us. You know what? Who do we throw in the goal? Someone's gonna have to go to position. Um, really? Well, you need yeah. to pick another. You need to find another player then. Um. Well, 
Jeez. Exactly. I thought, we, I thought we had a spare player. Hold up. Are we are we literally are we just not gonna allow Ashley Westwood a route back in the team? Oh yeah. He doesn't get in that midfield though, does he? That's the thing. Okay, he no, he's too short to go in goal. Who's our tallest midfielder that could go in goal? <laughs> um uh, Oh Jesus. You know what? Is this taking but, half the podcast now? I don't it know, but I uh, hope people are enjoying this. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to go with Westwood in the middle. Milner's going in goal. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. to be fair, Milner can play anywhere. Yeah, so, utility so, man. James Milner in goal. Um, I guess this is where this is where we are at, um, unfortunately. Uh, if, right. If, this is going to be too heavy. If people are still listening, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I... <laughs> <laughs> She's cold. What can All right. we do? That's 11 players for you. Yes. Uh, it's not a lot, but it's what you deserve. So there we go. Okay, uh, let's move on to your favorite question here, and then we'll wrap this up because we're getting around the forty-minute mark, anyways. Hold up, do we, is that have we only had two questions coming? Yes, we have. We're not that popular this week. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right, fine. So we're on to the big one. We're, this is basically feeling like a sporkle quiz now. So uh, it was uh, Trevor Hood. At Trevor Hood, at Trevor says, as um, let's call him the executive producer, don't we? Um, he's obviously the man who, who tracks our scoreline predictions, and unfortunately, um, none of those are happening right now. But he wants to know how who I would put in my all-time wrestling ten-man Royal Rumble and who'd win. I would imagine he's not asking me about wrestlers. I think he's asking me about Villa players. Um, let's 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 go through this, Cole, and you can help me out with this. But okay. I think already I'm thinking of a couple of big ones. So John Carew goes in. Oh, like yes. straight away, John Carew's in there easily, easily. Would, would you throw Gabby in there because he likes getting feisty? Nah. nah. Well, maybe actually. No, Gabby. Gabby's not a bad shout. Gabby's okay. not a bad shout. I'll throw him uh, in there. So there's two. Okay. Um, he can easily get miffed if. Oh, if, if what not. about um? Oh, I'm. I'm I think Gabby Conlow is definitely a bit of a heel though. He's definitely going to play the bad guy, and he like the cocky heel. You know the one who's uh, the, the the one who's getting away with things. Yeah, and Carew, you know, you're just not gonna want to mess with him. Like he's gonna oh, he's, put you through a wall. Yeah, he's he's his his finishing move is the Batista bomb, easily. Ooh, what about Melberg and Larson? Yeah, Melberg and Larson, they're in there as a tag team. They're working like together that. up until the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, I reckon Big Ron Vlar. Yes. Something about him. Something yeah. about him. Hard man. Uh, the Dutch hard man, I guess you could say. Um, oh, I just had one on the... T- what about Dion Dublin? He has a nasty streak in him. Uh, listen, um, if you if you feel Dion deserves a space in there, then I'm happy to go with that well, call. Did he not... Uh, who Didn't he do something to... Um, oh, he's a broadcaster now or whatever. Um, no one likes him. Um, was it, was it him? I'm thinking of the right person. I don't oh, know. Oh, he played for Leicester. Um, Esky? No. Um, oh my God. It's so obvious and people are going to automatically know. Um, oh my God. He was on a, he was in a show with, it was him and another guy and then it got canceled because they stopped getting along. Um, Anyways, yeah, we'll throw him in there. It, it'll Robbie come Savage? to me eventually. Yes, Robbie Savage. Thank you. 
I think it was was it not Dion Dublin and Robbie Savage and Dion Dublin like headbutted him or something? Uh yeah, I think so. so. It's a bit of a throwback, but yeah, I think so. Yeah, so we'll throw that in there. I apologize apologies for me forgetting names. I'm terrible with names. Okay, uh, I'm going so with sorry, carry on. We have six people now, I think. Yeah, I think so. If there's more, it doesn't matter, right? Um, yeah. I think Carlos Sanchez goes in there just just because of a wild streak. But he's he's he, he's he's definitely gonna get unhinged in the ring. I'll, oh, I'll, give, I'll give it Carlos Sanchez. I might have the best comparison. Um, we were in our group chat the other day. We were talking about wrestling. Who's the guy that has the spider in the cage? Rowan. Eric. Rowan. James Collins is Eric Rowan. <laughs> what do you think so? <laughs> he has the big ginge beard too. I'd give it James Collins. I think I, mean, I think James Collins could work in here as well. Yes. I think that's the best one, like, comparison-wise. That's fantastic. I'm so happy with that. Now, I'm not sure about this one, but would Brad Friedel get in? Or is that a bit far? Was Brad Friedel a bit... I don't know. No, I was thinking that, too. He he did love to come out of his net a little bit. Uh, loved a little slide tackle out of his box. Um, Yeah, let's go there. Let's do, let's do that. I like right, that. Okay. We've got a couple more we can we can throw into the mix, can't can't we? Uh, Gareth Barry, I don't know. No, 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 no way. No, not in a. Is there anyone really? in the current team? In the current team, see, I'd get, I would, I still think Wes Wes has got a couple of uh, tricks up his sleeve as a wrestler. Tyrone, Tyrone Mings, Southpaw. Yeah, yeah. Southpaw action in there. Has has abs for days. Yeah. Abs for days. You know, might not might not be the strongest in the ring, but he's technically gifted. Ooh, I have a great shout. John Terry. John Terry, you think so? Well, he played for us. He does have a little nasty streak in him. Yeah, but I don't I don't think he has WWE in him. Maybe. <laughs> I'm willing to go with John Terry if 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 you are too. <laughs> a bit of WWE. It is fake. <laughs> um, you know, let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves here, Cole. Uh, okay. Sports still going. Uh, can we can we please mention the fact that Stone Cold Steve Austin had to say "Give me a hell yeah" to an empty audience? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's great. So basically, oh. if if you're not a fan of wrestling, and I and I realize that this is the weird, the weirdest like fusion of of things right now, Aston Villa and wrestling, but right, um, to talk about. I mean, the Stone Cold Steve, basically WWE turned into the Eric Andre show this week because they're basically, it's still on the topic of sport. They're basically running their shows now, like in front of empty audiences, and it's the funniest thing ever. Oh, so I have a few more here. What about Paul McGraw? Okay, yeah, put Paul McGrath in there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, these are before my time now, but about Ugo. Than me. Ugo. Yeah, stick Ugo. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Um, hard men in the Villa team. What other hard men have we have we had in the past? David Platt. Maybe, maybe that's really before my time though. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna list right now. <laughs> so. Oh, are you? I, yeah. I still think Sean Teal could do a job. Yeah. Juan Pablo Engel. No. No. Well, you know, he could do like the high flying stuff, like a Rey Mysterio kind of yeah, thing. I can, off see, the I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? What do you? What do you? Yeah. What is going on now? I don't know. Um. Put this out. Is is this is this podcast arable? 
Yeah, you know what? We're gonna put it out there because I'm I'm sure a lot of people are probably just looking for something to listen to. Uh, we <laughs> talked about some villa stuff. We we have a little bit of human humor and personality with the random stuff because we get off topic anyways, Danny. It's all good. Um, okay, so let's finalize our top ten here. We'll go through them really quickly. Have you um, no, I haven't. So that's a nightmare. <laughs> um, <laughs> So we're gonna we're gonna go with John Carew first and Igbon the Horror second. Um, somehow somehow Gabby's made his way into this, but we'll, well, we'll, just the Birmingham City it. stuff. Uh, I think that's that's <laughs> yep. fair enough. Uh, number three, let's go for Big Ron Vlar. Um, I think that's fair enough. Let me if you have any objections, let me know. Or if you have any additions as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lawson and Melberg, we said. Yeah, tag- they're a tag team, so that's five. Yeah. James Collins has to because he looks like he's the most comparable like look-alike in terms of wrestler. I mean, they're not the same size in terms of body mass, but they bo- do both have big red beards. Um, James so Collins, that- you could imagine, you could imagine him getting, you know, he'd 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 carry on regardless, wouldn't he? L- loves a crunching tackle. Yeah. Um. So there's six. Oh, Richard Dunn. Oh, okay, okay, all right, maybe seven. Uh, no. Uh, I still, I don't. I still take Carlos Sanchez before him. I don't think so. Really? I, I was not a fan of him. <laughs> so. I, I just, I just think, right, right now, what, what you, what you're doing right here is typical Vince McMahon. You're shoving a lot of big, big boys in there. Big so, meat boys. How many do we have right now? Six. We've got six. We've got John Carew, Gabby Egwonlaho, Ron Vlaar, Laos and Melberg, and James Collins. Okay. Uh, seven has to be Dion Dublin just for the Robbie Savage stuff. Okay. Um, okay. And uh, continue on, my friend. Give me an idea here. <laughs> what else did we say? I think you said McGrath. Yeah, uh, we'll throw him in there. Eight. Um... What about what about what about James Milner? As in just that engine that keeps on going. Uh, he's kind of boring though. Yeah, that's true. It's a good point. If if um, I had to compare James Milner to a wrestler, he'd probably be a Bob Backlund. Okay, let's do let's do Brad Friedel in there because I want a goalkeeper in there. Okay, all right. Um, and um, can we just please put Juan Pablo Angel in there because I want like a Rey Mysterio type. <laughs> all right. Okay. Fine. Okay. But only on the condition that Carlos Sanchez attacks one of these guys and inserts himself into the Royal Rumble. If, if, Car- if Carlos Sanchez was <laughs> a wrestler, who would he be? Like Carlito? <laughs> like No, not Carlito. You can't just say that just because of his hair. Um, uh, well, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Uh, picture picture uh, Carlos Sanchez coming out to Carlito's theme song. Please. I, <laughs> if I imagine Carlos Sanchez... To be a bit like a Dean Ambrose, in my opinion. No. Oh my God. Okay. You know what? Let's let's wrap it up there. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Fine. This is just. This is. We're not going to agree on this. There's there's two different types of booking over here. Yeah. Uh, but you know. It we'll is take, what it we'll is. take this. We'll take this eleven. We'll exactly. This 11. And you know what, guys? Um, normally for these circumstances, we probably like edit half of what we just said because it was rubbish uh but the fact that there isn't much out there uh we'll leave it in enjoy it um listen to it let (laughs) us know what you think 
Um, we, we might as well, Danny. We'll be back next week. We don't know what we're going to talk about. So, Listen, I'm going to be bored as heck, so let's talk anyway. Yeah, we'll we'll figure out something to talk about. Maybe next week we'll talk about our, um, I don't know, maybe uh, what Villa players relate to which food group. I don't know. Like, I'm just spewing things out of my mind right we're now. Not it makes that. No, we're not going to do that. But you know what I mean. We'll we'll come up with some creative. We'll figure it out from there. But of course, thank you very much, Danny, for joining me. You can find Danny on Twitter at Razajourno. You can find me, Cole Petum, on Twitter at TalkAstonVille. And of course, all together, we make up the 7500 to Holt Holtcast. You can find us on Twitter as well at 7500 to Holt or the website www.7500toholt.com. Thank you guys very much, of course. Um, I should mention it more. Please leave a review on um, iTunes or the podcast one. You know what I mean? Uh, be greatly appreciated to get some more reviews on there because they're very outdated. Stick around for the long haul. We're in this together. Reach out if you need anything. And, of course, up the love.